This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. You're hearing from Coal March and Triangle Pest Control's Donnie Shelton and PCO Bookkeepers, PCO M&A Specialist, and Turf Books Dan Gordon, as well as some of the biggest players in the pest control and lawn care industries. We're talking about what is changing in the industry and taking you straight to the front lines of what the future holds. If you're ready to grow your pest control or lawn care business, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. My name is Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Pest Control, also <clears throat> CEO of Colmarch, a company that offers digital marketing and sales services to the home services industry, specifically in pest and lawn industries. And as always, I have Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. Uh, Dan Gordon, PCO Bookkeepers. Obviously, uh, most folks know that we have a uh, fractionalized CFO slash accounting firm that caters to pest and lawn care companies and an exit planning firm uh, for those who want to exit. And uh, very, very excited uh, today. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about why all companies need an operating system. And uh, our guest today is Mark O'Donnell from EOS Worldwide. Uh, uh, he's, he's the visionary in EOS. Uh, or uh, as most people uh, know, uh, the book Traction, who was, uh, it was written by Gina Whitman, and uh, we've uh, embraced it long ago, and uh, it's terrific. Um, it's a set of concepts and tools that's designed to help entrepreneurs get what they want from their businesses and create positive impact on those around them. It was founded by Gina Whitman, as I said, and uh, popularized by the book uh, Traction. We've had a few podcast guests from the pest control industry talk about EOS and their implementation in their company. So we decided to reach out to the organization and go a little deeper on the topic. So um, Mark is with us today. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Well, before, before we get going, I I have a bit of scandal, maybe even a little confession here. So, um, <laughs> so, so you know, I have heard, you know, so Dan and I are in multiple uh, peer groups, and you know, we we meet together. I, you know, the industry, both both of Hest and Alon, they're very open and sharing, and and we get together. And I heard a few folks mention traction, and they were implementing it in their businesses, and they were doing a lot with it. And I was a skeptic. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. It's, you know, the the system du jour. And I, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I just avoided EOS, right? I was like, that's like, uh, this is just another, you know, it'll pass. And um, well, it didn't. And I ended up, I one day I got bored and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read the book. And, and by the way, I, I came from kind of the e-myth world. I say I came from it. I, that was kind of where I started when I first started my, my, my pest control business. That's exactly, I used to drive back and forth to the base and I was flying at night. And I remember like I would, I would listen to that, that tape over and over again. I think I listened to it like 10 times that book. Um, but then when I read it, I thought, oh my gosh, this thing is awesome. <laughs> totally like, you know, I, I had avoided it all this time. So Anyway, so Mark, I want—I'm I'm so glad that you came onto the podcast, and and we obviously want to 
you know, we want other business owners. Hopefully, I'm sure there's probably some folks out there who are like me, maybe a little skeptical. So why don't we start with you first? Um, kind of tell us, you know, obviously you've been in your role as a visionary for the company. I want to talk a little bit about what that even means, right? Because I want to translate sure. that into what normal people would think. Like, is that a CEO or whatever? Maybe it's a little different. And then maybe talk a little bit about your background and then we'll jump into EOS from there. So, yeah, sure. So I will tell you that I was also a skeptic the very first time I started, uh, well, <laughs> implementing is a loose term EOS. After I read the book, I was like, oh, this is every business book I've ever read with templates. And it was really attractive to me, but I also had business partners and I was in Vistage and I was part of a bunch of different peer groups. I had a business coach from, uh, well, a competing system actually right now. And it, I was very flavor of the month. And so, you know, they would all roll, all my business partners and my leadership team, they would roll their eyes because Mark <laughs> was, you know, he read another book. That, that never happens, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, and so every single time I brought a, a new book or a new concept or a new coach to my leadership team, they would all roll their eyes and say, well, he'll forget about it in a month. Well, EOS, I didn't forget about it in a month. In fact, we started implementing into my, my companies. And it was very impactful for those businesses, but it was more impactful for me as an individual. And and to give you some context to that, I started as an entrepreneur in 2007 with my brother, Tom, and we uh, I was an engineer for Big Pharma, and we started an engineering company serving pharmaceutical biotechnology companies, caught the entrepreneurial bug, and we started to create a vertically integrated pharma and biotechnology services company basically everything that they would buy in their supply chain, starting with the, the engineering and compliance components of that. And we just kept starting companies. We had, I think, nine at the time, and we were succeeding in spite of ourselves because everything was growing. We were adding people, but it was complete and utter chaos. And so that was part of the, the I've always been a, a learner and uh, with those nine companies, about 40 million in revenue. So it was starting to become uh, of some size. And I picked off traction. Um, my brother actually sent it to me. You know how when you um, listen to a book on Audible, it says you may also like. So he finished uh, scaling up and Rockefeller happened and said the Audible algorithm said you may also like traction. And so he reread it. He gave it to me and he was like, hey, I think I found what you've been searching for because we were looking for a way to just harmoniously orchestrate these, these nine companies. And so I read the book, listened to the book. I signed up for EOS Bootcamp and Bootcamp every quarter, new implementers are created in uh, Detroit, well, it's five locations now but I went to boot camp, no intention on becoming an EOS implementer myself. But as I went into quarterly collaborative exchange and Gino was there and, and we did our thing for, for three days, 
I wasn't sure if I accidentally joined a cult <laughs> or I was surrounded with people who shared my core values probably for the first time in my entire career. And so I just fell at home and I felt drawn to this group of crazy people who are just on fire and passionate for entrepreneurship and helping business owners get what they want from their business. So I went back to my companies and started implementing the tools in, in my company and found that pretty quickly it was a little bit for me it was a little bit like doctor heal thyself and I, I wasn't very successful doing it for my own company so we hired an eos implementer for our, our main company and i did the the other companies and i just got really really passionate about the the work the impact and everything that i was doing with eos way more so than I was with the companies that I owned. So I used the tools in EOS to exit myself out of the day-to-day -day of those companies and was still an owner and started implementing for companies I didn't own. And I just had a absolute great time doing that and seeing the impact and, and, and making the difference in the world that EOS was having I decided to become an EOS implementer full-time. From there, I became a coach teaching and coaching other EOS implementers, head coach. And then Mike Payton, who was the former visionary at EOS. Uh, so first it was Gino, then, uh, well, about six years ago now, passed the torch to Mike Payton. Mike Payton then retired after five years. And so the visionary seat came open. And the visionary, uh, we have a, a concept of visionary and integrator. And the visionary is the big idea person, the, the person who's just <laughs> coming with 20 ideas and 19 of them are crazy and probably not very good. One of them, though, will take the organization to the next level. Then we have the integrator is the person who really executes the day-to-day -day, uh, of the company. And so that visionary role, and it would be traditionally called a CEO out in the rest of the non-EOS world, if you will. Although I think it's catching on, so uh, it's probably not uh, just exclusive to EOS-run businesses at this point. So that beginning of COVID, Kelly Knight, who's the integrator, went on a search for her puzzle piece, her visionary, and uh, she asked me, and uh, through a series of interviews and everything else, I, I accepted and, and stepped into the role in uh, September of 2020 is when I uh, stopped implementing EOS myself uh, for, uh, for other companies and became visionary here at EOS Worldwide. So you, I was, you said a lot in that and I, I, I wanna, did <laughs> a couple of things I want to, I want to back up just for a moment. Yeah. And I know that we will, in, in, we got more questions for you, but you said a few things in there that I'm like, hmm. The yeah. first one was, by the way, that does sound like a cult. And when I think of boot camp, I mean, were you guys like marching or what, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah, boot camp is all about the history and the context of how Gino created EOS and the, the levers he pulled with clients and testing all the tools. I mean, th this stuff has been around for you know hundreds of years. It'll be around for thousands of more. So EOS is just timeless, simple concepts that are put into a 
executable form or an implementable form. And so bootcamp is all about teaching an implementer how to create their business of being an implementer and understand all the context, all the ins and outs of why what we do works, why we're not flavor of the month, why it's so sticky. So the thing that I really wanted to dig into though, and, and Dan, I apologize, I know I'm yapping here and I'll let you ask the next question, but you said, okay, I go to the conference, I don't just drink the Kool-Aid, right? I, I don't know, I, I inject it maybe, I don't know. You go to the conference, you come back, and you have to bring in an implementer to implement yeah. it at your, so talk me through that. Like, was that just like, was it because you were more of a visionary type person and you need someone to kind of like, you need an accountability? Because by the way, this question, what you just said, we've discussed this on this podcast several times. Should we bring in an integrator? Should we not? Should it be me? Should it be someone else? And so I'm, it's really interesting that you did that and then you brought someone else in. So can you just kind of talk through that real quick? Yeah, I mean, when when you are building a, a company, and I, I spent you know a decade building building that organization, and you are so emotionally tied up with the people, with the company, with your own ideas. You've sold yourself on your own ideas. You you really are in this thing, right? And to effectively facilitate a day where you have to have really hard conversations, you got to get all the right people in the right seats and your accountability chart exercise is really the one that, that did it for me where you got to do real time performance review, get all the right people in the right seats and have hard conversations with yourself, with your, some of your family members in my case, uh, <laughs> And your business partners, right? And so to have that objective facilitator say things that you can't get yourself to say, but you know need to be said is a game changer for you. And so I just couldn't separate all those dynamics and be an objective facilitator myself. Did you, So uh, that, that's the path that, I know did, I did start the yeah, process self-implementing i started myself but then kind of ran into all those roadblocks identified them right. the other component that made me want to go get an implementer was a lot of my teams they're just like well you own the company just tell us what to do I'm like well i don't want you to just do what i say i want us to do it together <laughs> right yeah yep. otherwise i don't really need you because <laughs> might as well do yep. it myself yeah uh, so it was that component as as well that that made me want to go get an an implementer. So what what are the components of EOS or or the the, the entrepreneurial operating system? What what is it that this whole thing? If I you know didn't read the book and I just wanted to know at a high level what what is this thing? Yeah, so EOS when you break it down is just a, a complete set of real world simple practical tools that help you do three things that we call vision, traction, and healthy. So starting with the vision component, getting you, your leadership team, 100% on the same page with the vision, where you're going and how you're gonna get there. Traction from the standpoint of creating all the discipline and accountability necessary to execute on every aspect of that vision. And finally, healthy is creating really healthy 
cohesive and functional teams because, well, let's face it, all leadership teams don't get along together perfectly well all the time, right? So we can create these really cohesive and functional teams, starting with the leadership team because as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the organization. And so that's that's what it is in, in a nutshell. The EOS model is made up of six key components and we're taking every client, every company, whether you're self-implementing, using an implementer, on a journey to strengthen the six key components because you'll achieve vision, traction, and healthy if you do that. So it, the six key components really quickly are the vision component, the people component, data, issues, process, and traction. There's two main tools that we use to strengthen those, those six key components in, in the organization. Really simple, practical things that any organization can do. You don't need an MBA. You don't need extensive business experience. These, these tools are made, as Gino said, for the, the plumbing company next door. This is not these are simple, timeless concepts that anyone can use and implement. Do, do you find that most people want to try to implement themselves like you did and like I did? Uh, and then you realize, well, maybe it's time to, to uh, you know, maybe it's time for an implementer. Uh, it, it's kind of like teaching your kids, you know, they'll listen to everybody but you, right? So. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question. And we never really, we know that there's 10 to one self implementers to companies running on EOS with an implementer. Right now there's 11,000, just over 11,000 companies running on EOS with the aid of a professional EOS implementer. And there's over 110,000 that are using the tools themselves. So uh, logic would tell you that most start the way we all started. Right, yeah. right. So I will tell you, when I looked at EOS initially, when I first read the book, I, I had the very same experience that you did, Mark. I'm like, well, this is like this is like four and five books into one. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing that really sold me on it and and, you know, both of my businesses are service businesses, which means that we're very heavily people dependent. The people analyzer and the whole culture section was the part that really, you know, that was the part that got me like, OK, yeah, I need to I need to do this because. I feel like, you know, for us, like we were very good with systems, checklist procedures, those types of meetings and accountability. I felt like we were, you know, I mean, we could always be better. Right. But the just this whole idea of getting clear and trying to define a culture and then and then maintaining the culture. I thought that was anyway, for me, at least that was that was pretty good. So bringing it back, um, you know, you know, let's let's talk about this whole idea of the need. Right. So. You obviously are partial to EOS, but mm -hmm. do all businesses need an operating system, um, and, you know, whether it's EOS or something else? And I, I mean, this is really just you know a real good question. Like, you know, do you absolutely? I mean, to me, <clears throat> I see Dan and I both. We are you know, we service both lawn and pest industries, and so you kind of get to see a whole range of folks. You see everything from kind of the the one person operator to you know the multi million dollar company. Um, so, so do all businesses need operating? Let's start with that. So I would argue that all businesses already have an operating system in that as 
you know, W. Edwards Deming said that every system is perfectly designed to produce the results it produces. And so when you think about that, uh, and, and my coach Dan Sullivan says that we are already 100% disciplined to our current habits. We're all always 100% disciplined. And if you want different outcomes, you need to change the, the underlying system, the underlying habits that you use. So that would be my argument that currently every business, every person has a set of operating principles or disciplines or habits that they are currently doing. They just might not be doing it in, intentionally. And so what EOS does is it creates intentionality behind your way of executing, your way of, of um, just running your business. So I would tell you that that's sort of a non-answer answer. <laughs> so what what would you say is the difference between EOS and some of the other systems like Emith out there? It seemed to me what, what I got from EOS that, that really attracted, it's a way to get things done, right? It's, um, you know, um, and, and, and it's broken down by compartments. But uh, some of the other systems that you look at, you know, uh, standard operating procedures, you know, what, what would the difference between, uh, say, OKR and E-Myth and that kind of thing, how, how would you describe that? Well, I think there's a couple things. One, they all do great work. And anything that moves the world of entrepreneurship forward, in my book, is, is just great, fantastic work. And it's all about fit. And so some of the differences that EOS brings is that it's a it's a complete system. So you, it's not just about measurement, right? That in the data component, it's not it's just not about measurement, right? It's about having a vision, telling, ha, getting all your people on the same page. It's about creating that culture, John, as you mentioned. And so it's a complete holistic system. It covers all aspects of you running your organization. So that, that's part of the differentiator. And the other component to that is it's simple. It is so ridiculously simple that if you see a leadership team manual that we use with all of our clients, it is basic. And the reason why it's basic and we don't add complexity in there is we want you to be able to execute that on your worst day, <laughs> right? Think of yourself sick in bed with the flu. You need to be able to run your system under any condition. And so that's probably our biggest differentiator between any other systems out in the marketplace is the pure simplicity of, of what we do it is, is, is just, um, it's what attracted me to it. I could execute it. When things got really busy, you didn't put it to the wayside. Uh, and, and I was going to say, I can just echo it. that. I can absolutely get it. Because, I mean, I have, you know, when I was first in my business, I was getting my butt kicked, man. I mean, left and right. And and I found E-Myth, and it was almost like a godsend. Like, oh, yeah, I could put this into procedure. I can do this as a check. And so it was more, at least for me, and not to say that E-Myth covers a wide gamut of things, but for me, the, the, what I really got out of that was procedures, checklist, standardization. Got it. Mm -hmm. Check. Then we went to OKRs. OKRs is awesome in terms of, 
you know, hey, here's here's what we're working on. It's 90 days. Here's the measurement. You know, the problem that I faced with OKRs was it really didn't address the whole people side of things. And so, um, so I mean, I just agree 100% that I felt like it's it covers all parts of operating your business, not necessarily just one key part. So, um, so if someone is interested in um, EOS or they, you know, they say, hey, this sounds great. What would you be your recommendation? Like, this is what this is what they need to do, right? And I want to learn more. I want to find out what this is all about. <clears throat> I don't know that I would send them to the boot camp, right, to go drink the Kool Aid quite yet. But what what <laughs> should they do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And for people who are familiar with Colby, I'm a 10 quick start, so I just jump in. You know, I jump out of the plane and figure out how to you know, build the parachute on the way down. <laughs> yep. um, Think quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so number one, just read, read traction. Start there. Start implementing the tools yourself uh, if you're so inclined and start there. The, the second way you can start to self-implement is you can go to eosworldwide.com and sign up not for boot camp, but base camp. Base camp gives you all the tools you would need to implement EOS into your company yourself. So there's the book, little beyond the book, with is, which is base camp. And if you're like me, you would want to go and get a 90 minute meeting from an EOS implementer and they'll take you through the whole process. Uh, I've worked with, over 80 clients and uh, one of the things that I always said is that getting a free 90 minute meeting from an implementer is like the reader's digest of traction. Like you get the whole thing in 90 minutes and you you learn something, you'll walk away, you can actually start implementing just off the 90 minute meeting if you decide to do it yourself. Um, but chances are about 50% of the time, uh, people when they have a 90 minute meeting want to use an implementer. Uh, just based on the value that that they bring. So, so tell us about uh, the book Get a Grip, which kind of um, you know that that uh, in reading that that was that put the concepts into into uh, play and kind of uh, some real world uh, situations. Yeah. So there's and for context, there's traction. There's five total books in the EOS library, and there's a sixth coming in in September. Uh, called the EOS Life, but the second in the series is Get a Grip, which is really a novelization of what it's like to implement EOS into your your company. And so that's written by Gino Wickman and Mike Payton, and it's just a really great way. A lot of people love Get a Grip because it it like oh what's what would it be like if I did this in my company and what would happen to me if I did it. <laughs> And so it's a really, really good way to to go through that. And what what are the other three or the other two books what uh, that, that are out and that and the yeah yep. is, so we're going on five. Yeah, so traction is the really the primary book at the whole system. Get a grips the novelization of an implementation. Then from there is Rocket Fuel, and Rocket Fuel is all about the visionary integrator relationship that the, the 
two people that can take the business to the next level because one is the big idea person the other one's a great executor and you need to have both and have that balance so that's rocket fuel that's mark winters and gina wickman then we have how to be a great boss how to be a great boss is written by gina wickman and renee Bohr, and that's all about great leadership and great management leads to a culture of accountability and what are the five things you need to do to be a great leader the five things you need to do to be a great manager as a result your people become accountable so then the last one that's currently in publication is what the heck is eos which is written by gino and and tom bauer which is really a primer on the the foundational tools of eos for every person in in the company so just to get everyone on the same page with implementing those tools. And so that's what the heck is EOS. So the sixth book <laughs> coming into the library, uh, it's pre-order now. Um, you, If you go to Ben Bella's website, if you go to eoslife.com, you can get a, a discount on that and, and pre-order for September. But that's all about the EOS life. and. What our discovery was, Don Tinney, who's the co-founder of EOS, is the one who, who coined it, is that if you implement these tools, it will lead to you living your EOS life. And the EOS life is doing what you love with people you love, making a huge difference or impact in the world, being compensated appropriately, and having time to pursue other passions. So that's what we call the EOS life. And all these tools of this operating system, we're secretly getting you to live your EOS life, to do those five things, to do what you love with people you love, make a huge difference or impact, being compensated appropriately and having time to pursue other passions. So are you guys gonna have like <clears throat> the bumper stickers like SOT life, except now instead of SOT life, it's gonna say US life. Is that is that gonna come out with the book as well or no? That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dan doesn't know anything about SOT gone. life. He's yeah, he's up in Jersey. They don't have SOT life, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm just having fun. So. <laughs> I got pretty good beaches. <laughs> um okay, so Let's just talk back. Let's let's go back to EOS Basic here, real quick. Yeah. And there's these different components. Um, someone reads the book. Uh, I'm sure they will never be overwhelmed. And I do agree with you. It's very simple. But you know, there's a there's a boatload of things to do. What would be the number one thing an owner should do to get started? What do you think would be like? Okay, you've got all the tools. Let's say you sign up for Basecamp. You, you, okay, I'm, I want to do this. Now what? What do you think should be like the number one thing they should start with? So we have a very specific process that we recommend implementing these tools in a very specific order. And it comes from the philosophy that vision without traction is merely hallucination. And so we have to create the foundation of execution, of discipline and accountability before coming up with all these great dreams and ideas and things you'd like to get done. And so the, the very first thing that you do, and I'll, there's five agenda points in, if an implementer is doing it, we call that a focus day. Well, we start with a, a tool called <clears throat> the accountability chart. 
And the accountability chart, you can call it an org chart or whatever. Uh, it's a little bit different in that because we, we start with what's the right structure for your business for the next six to 12 months out. And we then identify each seat in the organization, you know, marketing, sales, marketing, operations, finance, then we have visionary integrator would be kind of a, a basic accountability chart. And then you identify what roles do each of those seats play? What, what are the deliverables that they have? So you start there. Once you've identified the roles, then you got to get the right people in the right seats. And so you just identify who on your team is accountable for sales and marketing, who's accountable for operations, finance, so forth. You can't have two people in one seat. You got to have one person, but that one person may be in multiple seats. So you start there. You start with identifying the right people in the right seats like Jim Collins taught us. Then from there, you go and you set your, you mentioned OKRs, we call them rocks, similar, uh, where you set the next priorities for the organization 90 days out. Then we go into uh, in, installing a meeting pulse. So setting up your weekly meetings, quarterlies, annuals, how you're going to meet and execute. Now in, in EOS, we don't have daily stand-up meetings or daily huddles because what we find is that most organizations don't have the energy to do that but some of our clients do and so they'll set their their meeting pulse and we have a very specific agenda we call the level 10 meeting agenda that we have them implement uh, right away and then we go into scorecard and we set the scorecard, the key measurables and metrics that you'll run the business on that give you a, a total pulse on the organization. And so that's that's where we suggest you start. From there, you complete what we call the vision traction organizer. And that is identifying your core values, your core focus, your 10-year target, what's your marketing strategy, your three-year picture, your one-year plan, your rocks are a part of that, and then your long-term issues list, things, obstacles, barriers, opportunities that you need to take advantage of or issues you need to eliminate. And so really, that's like 80% of the battle. You can get that done, um, well, the first part, you can get that done in a day, and then we usually take two days to finish the vision traction organizer. Um, and then every quarter, you just tweak, hone, refine, and execute meeting weekly. Uh, and that, that's really what the EOS process is, is designed to do. So, so clearly this is for leadership, right? For, and, and, and department heads and, and, and whatnot, but do you push it down all the way to the line people? So we, we work in pest control, right? So you've got leadership and management and marketing and uh, sales and, and accounting, but does it get pushed all the way down to the technician level? How, how, did, how did they get impacted by the implementation of EOS? Yeah, so ideally, all the, the five foundational tools of EOS, the vision traction organizer, the accountability chart, rocks, meetings, scorecard, is rolled out to every level of the organization such that a technician is in a weekly meeting with their team, making sure their priorities are on track, their numbers are on track, their people are happy, there's to-do list in there, and there's any issues that come up. It's modified from the leadership team on the 
levels down. But that that's the ideal that everyone is engaged in implementing EOS throughout the entire organization. Now, there are some companies, you know, so if there's uh, their union company, for example, and they're only ever with your business for <laughs> a, a couple of weeks and then they're gone, right? right? They go back to the hall and, you know, so in those cases, you may, it may not be useful to roll out to the lowest levels of the company because the turnover is too high. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, you'd want to take it down to the lowest level. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So of all the recommendations in EOS, which do you think is the most important? If I had to pick one tool and, and if you were going to say, hey, this is all great, but I'm just too busy. I, uh, for whatever reason, I would say the level 10 meeting will have the biggest impact on your business right away. And if that's all you do, do that. (laughs) Just do the level 10 meeting because you have some things that are baked into that with rocks and scorecard that would, would knock off some other things, but that would be the biggest impact that anyone could have on their, on their company. So you can't really just put your toe in the water. You, you, you need to plunge or can you kind of ease into this thing? No, you jump out of the airplane. And then you jump out of the airplane. Yeah, yeah. No, you can ease into it. Um, but I, I've never been a fan of flavor of the month or I call it arts and crafts, you know, like the leadership team or the owner reads the book and, you know, does the thing, but never, never uses happened. it to make a, not, never fully into it, never fully makes an impact on the, on the company. Um, but it was fun. Right. Uh, you know, I, I would avoid that. <laughs> he comes back at, yeah, here he comes again with the new book that he read. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, I, w- I would avoid that. But if you're gonna do one wow. thing, do the level 10 meeting. So uh, that's a great, great recommendation. Well, well, Mark, this has been phenomenal. Thank you so much for for joining us. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to get are going to really enjoy listening to this to this episode. Um, so thank you very much for your time. Dan, any parting questions, thoughts before we wrap up here? Uh, the, the website. What's the uh, website that they can yeah. go to? Is it just. Yep. Uh, so they can go to EOSWorldwide.com. Mm-hmm. And that's got everything and it can lead them. It's got Basecamp, Kool-Aid. Got everything and more. <laughs> airplanes, all that you need. All right, good. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> well, oh, well, Mark, there are, there's a ton of free tools. So you can, the, the tools that I mentioned, you can just go there and download all those tools for free and pretty much get started right away. Awesome. Awesome. This has been terrific. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of the PMP Industry Insider. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please reach out and uh, give us a rating or a review on Apple, Spotify, however you uh, consume the podcast. And with that, we're going to sign off. Mark, thanks so much again. And we will see thanks you all me. next time. See you guys. Thanks so much. Take Bye care. Now.